Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are moving on to step nine, which is intention. And tonight is the introduction night, which means anything goes. So we're going to be talking all things intention tonight. And the tool this month is also intention. And so I want to talk about what is the difference between the step of intention, and the tool of intention. And so we're going to have a little bit of a discussion around that as well. We have a guest coach with us tonight. Please welcome Jen Drake. Hello. Hi. How are you doing tonight? Hi. Not bad. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being here with us. So please remind our audience, or not remind, this is the first time she's been here. So educate our audience on what is it you get to do and who is it you get to serve. Um, well, what I get to do is life strategies and and really um, all the resources and tools around accelerating your life, whether it's from a healing perspective, a wellness perspective, a mindset growth. Um, so holistically, just um, how all of us go about it. And it's what I call divine tactical living. So it's really mentorship towards a divine tactical living um, state. And I get to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, my focus areas with youth and young adults. But I do get a range of ages, but that is really where my heart space is is to work with youth and young adults and get them to be to go on the right track for living their life and avoid that midlife, oh, my God, how did I get here and I'm unfulfilled, and just avoid that, yeah. that piece by being ahead of the game. I love that. I think our youth so, so need uh, help. Um, they feel, I feel like this, generation that is that is becoming adults right now has really no clue at least my two don't um and you know i'm a life coach i can share with them tools and strategies but i'm mom and so exactly you know it's it's good to have other people out there who they might listen to because they're not listening to me (laughs) No, and I hear a lot of parents, a lot of parents say that, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that is to be expected. They're, you're not, they, like, they're not going to always share the things. There's certain things they want to keep to themselves, um, and they won't necessarily yeah. feel comfortable sharing it with a parent, but with someone else, they will open up. I remember working with the kids, a lot of parents would come back to me and go, how is it you're getting them to talk to you and everything, and I'd be like, I'm I'm just listening. I'm just guiding. I they mm-hmm. don't have any, you know, hidden repercussions in talking to me that they might have in talking to their parents. 
um, whether, right. you know, it's from embarrassment, whether it's from feeling silly, whatever those emotions might be behind some of that, um, it's so much easier to talk to, to you know, a stranger. So getting them on yeah. the right track, and as I said, to avoid that, those oh my God moments, and it's applying our wisdom. So what is nice is I'm a parent as well, and to be able to, um, you know, extend the wisdom you've grown over the years to the young adult um, and get them to actually put strategies in place and accountability in place. A lot of them reach out to me for, you know, just keeping them on track, um, teaching them how to yeah. set goals and how to follow through. And even just that, right, and applying the wisdom of how you do that, how you manage your time, how do you manage pressure points, especially going to school, um, and how do you set mm-hmm. priorities. Um, these are some of the strategies that um, young adults need, and they, many of them feel really lost in this world today. That's so fast-paced. Yeah. Even though they, they, they've got it up on us with technology, um, they are lost in, in what I would consider the life skill part of life, right? So they're yeah. great in the technology. Yeah. They're great in, the, in some of the modern tools, but they lack just life skills. You know, yeah. uh, there was a time with us, we lacked street smarts maybe, but they lack yeah. life skills. And that is detrimental uh, because they need that, right? So that's, what, that's my niche area. So hopefully that answered you, Kristen. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And also, please welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing fine. Thank you. I'm glad I got in to listen to all that cool information. Hi, Terry. <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you. <laughs> to meet you as well. Thank you for So to remind you all, tonight we are doing the introduction to step nine, which is intention. And a lot of what you said, Jen, sounded like teaching them how to be intentional, Um, you know, how to think, think things through and do them on purpose, so to say, Um, instead of just letting things, um, you know, letting life happen to them. They're being more intentional and going out there and living their life. So what, what is the way that you would describe being uh, intention? So for me, um, intentions is all around um, really how your mind, you know, the conscious thoughts, um, plans that drive out your actions and the choices. Um, is all Mm -hmm. around, um, is based on your intentions. So a lot of times people end up in a place in in life that they were driven by other people's intention, not their own. And rediscovering what your intentions really are. um, You know, I keep talking about these oh my God moments that we have in life because usually those oh my God moments are around ending up where you didn't expect to end up. And many times that's because you're following somebody else's intention for you rather than your intentions for yourself. So what I, what I 
teach as it relates to intentions is what is what are your desires? What are the things that are going on in your head that you're burying or pushing back and not really focusing on? Um, because you think you can dismiss it or you think you're not allowed to foster those those thoughts or those desires, right? Um, recently mm-hmm. I was telling the, a story about a uh, guy I worked with was talking about telling his father he wanted to be um, artistic. He wanted he he really loved art and he wanted to do something very artistic in his life. And the father told him he's not going to make any money from that. So what he ended up went on to do in school was industrial um, design, mm-hmm. which interestingly mm-hmm. has components of art, but it's not what he mm-hmm. wanted. And the reason he went down that path is because his father, you know, gave him the impression he could not be and I put my fingers up, successful as a yeah. artist. But he never allowed him to explore it, right? It's one, you might have those right. thoughts, but when you put it then on your, especially someone that is in a dependent state and lo- looking up to you for guidance, when you put that on them, then you're really putting your intentions on them. You don't believe they could make it. But what if they were able to explore Explore the thought. They might change their mind. They might um, redirect it or course correct it in a way that works for them. But to not give them the, you know, the ability to explore that intention, to explore that feeling, is where we sometimes veer wrong. Not, and we're not trying to hurt anybody when we do that. But it's just that we put our own opinions and our thoughts on somebody else, and then they go on living their life based on that setting, you know, that framework that was set at that point in time. And then the person that followed that and continues usually ends up in, you know, the the infamous midlife crisis going, oh, my God, and then trying to course correct at that point in in time, you know. So for me, intentions is about listening and guiding and supporting and cheerleading other people's intentions for themselves and for us as individuals is really getting in touch with our intentions for ourselves. What is that? And sometimes that means reconnecting at a much deeper level than the superficial day-to-day to find out what those intentions are for yourself and then acting yeah, on that. Absolutely. So when I think of intentions, it's really all about, you know, the, the areas of your life um, that you want some sort of outcome and you're going to prepare to take the action for that with the intention of what you, you know, you want to have happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, word, the wording we might use is um, living your life with, you know, based on other people's expectations of you or perceived expectations of you, um, which would take you to that OMG moment, right? Like your mm-hmm. parents wanted you to be a doctor and you're in medical school and you hate it and you don't know what to do because you've, you've spent mm-hmm. all this time, right? Um, or, uh, you know, all of your family members, 
you know, uh, we're lawyers and so you have to be a lawyer or you have a family business and you're just expected to be a part of that family business. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these expectations that we take on ourselves and uh, let dictate our actions. And when we can get focused and connected to ourselves, I completely agree. When we can do that, and we set an intention for ourselves, and then that and that involves taking action. Um, but when we do it for what we truly want and what and who we truly want to be, that's when the intention is is in freedom. That's when the action is in freedom um, instead of fear, and that can be your fear or somebody else's. So, yeah. Yeah, and the reason I I don't use expectation is because um, I think expectation is easier to change than living the intentions of somebody else. Um, Mm. For me, you know, whether it's a parent, who cares who it is that, that, that burdened you with their intentions for you, because it is a burden, right? Um, yeah. And did it so well that you start to lose sight that that is what's guiding you now. You actually start to believe it's yours. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the problem, right? And you lose track of what your original intentions were for yourself. To me, that's greater than, a, than an expectation, Right? You can change expectations. You can reset expectations, I believe, much easier than you can reset an intention of someone else that was placed on you. Right? When yeah. when you're being, in, mm-hmm. a, in a medical 12-year program because somebody believes it's a family business or believes that's where you should be, that's greater than an expectation. That's mm-hmm. actually directing your life. Right? Yeah. That's Carrie, intentionally your directing your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of semantics, actually, because uh, yeah. what you're calling intentions and what we call expectations are probably the same thing. We teach our clients mm-hmm. to uh, set intentions uh, to be the opposite of expectations. And uh, mm-hmm. so an intention is that you're willing to practice in order to change your life. That's what an intention to me means. So I set, a ten, I set an intention every morning for the day, and I have an overall, overall intention that I live my life by. And that's how I, I use those as litmus tests to know if I'm making progress and if I'm taking action around whom I want to be and how I want to take up space and the way I want to show up. And so uh, rather than expecting myself to do that or falling uh, pray to someone else's expectations. I use intentions as um, my way of moving forward. I don't. I don't know that other people have intentions for me, and so my intention is to live my life in such a way that I'm moving forward, and I'm moving forward in freedom, not in fear. So I think it's just mm-hmm. semantics of what we're calling. We're calling the same thing different names, and uh, so it's really important to me. Uh, as a recovering perfectionist, because that's what I am, a recovering perfectionist, 
that I do not allow expectations in my thought processes at all. I avoid them as soon as I, I think I'm having those of myself or someone else is having those of mine. I switch my mindset right away into be living my intention. And my intention belongs to me and me alone, and it's what guides my life. Uh, as yeah. it should, as it should. And and I think, you know, for for people like us that have gone down the journey of exploring that for ourselves and landing on what it is, right, whether um, – you know, and whatever words we want to put against it. And it's funny, just recently I did a um, a show on language matters. And, and, and as you were talking, I, I was thinking that, you know, came back to me that, wow, language really is, um, is so important. Um, but whether, you know, whatever language we put against it, I, I agree that for... When you have developed and grown um, in a way that you are able to to exact to say Terry exactly what you said in terms of making sure that you are being intentional every day for yourself and not based on anybody else's um, influence. Some people, though, however, um, and I think about the audience that might be listening to this and. Be going well, you know. Is that me, or how do I know? How do I figure that out um, for myself? Because um, I, if I understood, this step is about introduction. So introducing somebody to the concept of intention is first to let them um, one understand what it is, as we've just discussed. But how do they start exploring that they are living as you're living, Terry? that they are, if they are, haven't given it a thought and they're just on autopilot and, you know, living their life without something, you know, a real focus on it, how do they know if they're guided by themselves or by others, whether it's expectations or others' intentions? And that, for me, are the ones, you know, I want to I bring awareness and self-awareness to start that reflection and to start that journey of exploring yeah, absolutely. where they fit. In yeah, this. I mean, yeah, taking that time to really connect to what is it you are doing and what is it that you keep putting off. And do you keep putting it off because it's really not important to you, but it's important to somebody else, and so you just find reasons not to do it? Or is it important to you, yet you feel like you're not allowed to, let it be important to you, you know, getting really mm-hmm. clear on what your motivations are and what where you're getting stuck because I feel like we can get stuck for all different kinds of fears. And it really, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter which fear necessarily is getting us stuck, but that we're stuck. And what is one step that we can take that can get us a little less stuck, that can get us moving in the direction that we want. And intentions is definitely one of those steps. What could we practice? And maybe it's practicing being more aware or paying attention to our thoughts when it comes to doing A or B. 
being more aware of how willing we are to do B. And those are all things, those are tiny steps that we can take that that um, will help us to become aware and connect to what those things are that we really want to be doing and who we really want to be. And when we can get clear on those, then we can lay out a plan um, of, of, of more baby steps that we can take, more things that we can practice to get ourselves going in that direction. But I definitely agree we have to be aware first. Um, awareness yeah. is the first step. We're on step nine. So awareness is in every step. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so how can we up our level of awareness around our intentions and what what we desire um, for ourselves and for our life? So is there a, a tool or a skill that you share with your clients on how to how do you up that awareness? How do you start that process in um, becoming aware of what those desires are? I'm I'm so glad that you that you asked that because one of the things there's one of the um, exercises that I um, ask my clients to do, which I do I ask them to write a letter to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. And literally, you know, in writing, you know, that allows you to connect with on a deeper level. Um, and it also serves as quite the tool um, for self-reflection and motivation. So you find a quiet yeah. and comfortable space where, where you can focus, because I think also um, with intention comes deep focus, right, to be yeah. intentional. And one aspect of intention is also manifestation. So they always say, um, you hear Tony Robbins always kind of calling out, that where you focus is what you will create or co-create. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, you you find a space that has a, a quiet space. I really, really believe in the pen to paper. Some people will say they'll sit with their laptop and type. But I think from a um, a mindset point of view, Putting pen to paper and actually writing really has a brain, you know, chemistry connection. That absolutely. And absolutely. so when I ask them to do, yeah, right. So when I ask them to do this, I do not accept being it being done on an electronic format. I ask them to literally go back old school, get a pen, paper, and write. Um, find a really quiet place. You know, start like every letter starts, you know, dear, whatever your name is. So for me, it would be dear Jen. Um, So begin by addressing yourself. Um, You can use the term of endearment if you want, and especially if you're into, you know, the self-love and and self-awareness. So you can use the term of endearment that resonates with you. and just talk of reflect on your current circumstances, your emotions, your thoughts, um, write about where you are in life right now and how you feel about it. Be honest and open with yourself because it's just between you and the paper right um so there's no need to lie, so 
So really go yep. within, connect with your heart space, and then start to write. And you'll be, you know, they're really surprised some of the things that come out. And one of the one yeah. of the, the themes is you start to see them go into from the, you know, when they read, some of them are willing to share. And when they, they read it, you actually start to see that they connected with their inner child because they go into a dream level of writing. Like when they were kids and they were mm-hmm. dreaming about things, the letter to themselves yeah. tend to start to take that shape and form. And we don't, especially the pace of life right now, we don't get to stop and reflect and unless we're intentional about it. Notice that, right, how that is, yeah. the irony in that. But if we're not intentional, we literally are just going through life and, and keep trying to keep up with the pace of change, the pace of things in life, and then we lose touch of the small things that really matter. Um, and we need to then get back. So writing a letter to yourself, is an amazing, amazing way of reconnecting. It's an amazing way of getting to self-awareness, and it's a profound way of starting to explore intentions for yourself. I love that. Profound. So that yeah, is what I, I tend to give to my clients. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Jim, for sharing that with You're us. Welcome. We are almost out of time, ladies. Um, and it's gone by so quickly. Uh, Jen, I want to give you a moment to share with the audience how they could um, get a hold of you, find you, um, if you have anything coming up. I I do. Find me at my website, jendrake.com, and my name is Jen with two N's and Drake with an S, so J-E-N-N-D-R-A-K-E-S.com. I'm on all major platforms with my main platform being in LinkedIn, so you can also connect with me there. And across the, the um, starting in July um, through to the end of the year, I am doing a um, workshop tours across um, okay. Canada, um, southern mm-hmm. Ontario area of Canada. And they are in person, but there's also virtual um, an ability to also um, purchase for virtual tickets. Um, so that will be, you know, you can go to the website to find out information about that as it comes um, into play. And our our next one is July 16th in St. Catharines. So, the, you know, so I get to go on tour. And then, um, you know, there's always articles that I write and um, my podcast. Um, a Rays of Living, A-R-R-A-Y-S of Living, is another way to also um, hear, you know, my thoughts around certain um, life strategies, certain aspects of life. Um, one of, we're just finished up our season three, and we've, we're moving, we've moved into this week into summer reflections, and then season four will start just at the end of August. Um, and we'll have season four then of the podcast. Uh, one of the favorite, um, on the podcast, one of the favorite um, episodes was Life as an Equation, in which I broke life down into a mathematical equation and then explained it. And, 
simplified it to for us to really start thinking about how we're living and what we want for ourselves, but more importantly, to manifest that for ourselves as well and do the work that's needed. So there you go. That sounds interesting. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here with us tonight. We so appreciate it. We loved having you on. And um, we thank you for sharing your tool and all your information. And please reach out to Jen um, if if you have a teen or um, what she shared tonight has resonated with you. Go reach out and find her on her website, jindrakes.com, or on social media. Um, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you'd like to know more about Fearless Living, go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can find everything about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. Um, you can find out about our workshops, our classes, our book groups, and our group program all there on the website. And we would love for you to go check it out. Also, if you go on there, you can register to get Terry Talks. Um, Terry Talks is a one-minute uh, video from Terry herself on um, the step of the month. So you would get and 20 or so, because it's every weekday of intention, straight to your inbox to go in there and sign up for that, as well as uh, sign up to get our newsletter so you can hear about everything we've got going on in the month. Um, and there's great content about the monthly step and tool in there as well, as well as information on all of our guest coaches uh, that uh, come on the podcast each month. So it's a wealth of information once a month to your inbox telling you all things Fearless Generation. Um, And you can find us on all the social medias as well as Fearless Generation. So we thank you, Jen, again so much for being here on the show with us tonight. We appreciate it. We hope to have you back again. And until next time, everybody, be fearless. Thank you, Jen. Thank you all. Thank you for having me. Good night.